this is the first episode of the Well-Rounded Podcast by Well-Cultured, aka Cult. Um, I'm your host, Lino. Uh, I used to do a Midwest Invasion type interview vlog podcast interview show. This is going to be an upgraded new show here. Uh, I'm here with, hold on. My name is Alpha Beta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ Alpha Beta, that's what's up. Um, we've known each other for a little while. Um, you do so many different things, man. Like, you do a lot. Uh, I don't even know how we met, for one. I, I Was really, it through Jay Millie? It had to have been through Jay Millie. Yeah. I don't even remember what, how we even linked up, honestly. It probably because I just added you on Facebook, just seeing that I was doing, like, little house shows and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I mean, I saw you DJing, making some music, too, like, you know, making some music. Um... DJ Alpha Beta, let's start with that. Where did that come from? To be honest, uh, that name, I don't know where that name actually came up. Uh, I was just trying to be something different. Like there was a lot of, I couldn't find nothing that hit me. And I used to be to like a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, try to do like, see if I can use like the Greek alphabet or something. That'd be dope. And I just ran across like Alpha Omega, uh, Zelta, some shit like that. And I was like, Alpha Beta. Huh. That sounds actually pretty dope. And I just stuck with it. That's cool. Yeah. So it's not, it's no big, um, no backstory. No yeah, big backstory. Yeah, it's no, just I'll, like, yeah. I want it to be different. Like, no one, everyone, like, you hear someone's name and then you can, there's a copy of it somewhere. Yeah. And at the time, I even looked up Alpha Beta just to make sure and there was no one up. So I was that's like, smart. I, yeah, you did your research. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Oh, that's cool. That's smart. Uh, I mean, there's so many different other people, producer wise, DJ wise, artist names that have the exact same name. Mm-hmm. Just spelled maybe a little bit different, different because little something. Yeah. Oh, Lil's man. Oh, Lil's Lil everything. Like, oh man, that's funny. Oh, that's funny. Um, so yeah, so yeah, we're both from. Well, at least I'm from mostly the Topeka area. Are you from? Are you? Were you born here? Were you born in Topeka? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Where were you? Where were you actually born at? Here. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Cool. I just say I was born here. So. No, that's cool. Yeah, I've been here all my life. Uh, grew up here. Uh. My dad and my dad's from Texas. Um, my mom's from here in uh, Parson, Kansas. Okay. They met up. I think they met up in, don't quote me, either in Texas or here in Kansas. Okay. But, yeah, uh, I spend most of my life here. So, um, so I guess, I mean, you do so much. Tell the people listening. Tell me also, because, I mean, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> you do so much now. Um I mean, just go down the list. Um, I do. I used to host block parties. Uh, I did a whole bunch of house shows. I did DJing events. I produced. I recorded. Uh, I did stuff for um, my churches, uh, well, my church events. Uh, I did a lot of events over at the Capitol building. Um, I DJed. Uh, over at Studio 62, Replay, uh, the Granada. Like, I have a lot of stuff just to do, just to add to my list. I just do a lot of things just because. Yeah. I really want to just dip my toes in everything just to see if I can actually do it. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I feel like that's how a lot of people get involved in, 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 in the community or music-wise. And that's one thing with you. I feel like you're very involved in the community a lot. Like, you don't, whether if it's just music or, I don't know, I feel like every aspect that you do, there's a community that's around you. Mm-hmm. There's, like, DJ community, an artist community, um, uh, uh, an event community, mm-hmm. things that you do. Um, l- let's start with, like, your music history. Like, what, what? I guess with music, what would you call your style of music? My style of music? Uh, well, on my D- DJing aspect, I love to... I'm more into the electronic, uh, deep house, um, deconstructed house, um, Chicago-based house music. Um, 
but on my producing, like the music I like to produce is like funk, like uh, Memphis Funk '93. Okay, stuff like Tommy Wright, Little Ugly Main, um, DJ Smokey. Uh, those are like my influence on like my producing. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so with with the artists that you you produce for or you produce with, how does that come together? Um, well, a lot of my friends, my friends are, they the one that actually pushed me to start producing. Okay. Um, Tuan, uh, Tuan Jackson, he, uh, was one of the main people that helped me learn, like, how to produce. And he, he just said, I want something different. I want you to just put your type of style, something. And so I just started to produce like the music I was listening to at the time and at the time I was like listening to um, as I said Little Ugly Main uh, DJ Smokey I really loved that old 95 Memphis funk vibe like so I was like you know what I think I can actually mimic well I don't want to say mimic yeah yeah but you're definitely influenced by that yeah I'm definitely influenced but that's a I wanted to see if I can actually make it better but in my own way. Okay, yeah. And like a lot of people enjoyed what I did. Yeah. So I just kept pushing, start some. Yeah, yeah. Um, so so with the with the music scene, the local music scene um, here in Topeka, at least. Uh, I mean, I feel like we kind of run in the same circles a little bit. Uh, I guess some artists you've worked with. I mean, I don't know if you want to shout some out or, or something. I don't know how. I'm trying to bring some names into the conversation. Um, so you mentioned Tuan. Yeah. Uh, d- dope, incredible, creative guy, for sure. Um, I, I, I want to know, like, I don't know. See, I don't know if you want to touch base on uh, uh, um, Studio 785 or the Arc. Like, I don't know if that's the, you want to get into that. Like, I don't know. Um. Well, the Studio 785 thing, that's what, uh, I came back from college, I only spent like a semester down there in Texas, but I went down there for audio engineering, so when I came back, uh, I was like, you know what, I kind of wanted to start a little home studio, and so my friend uh, was like, yo, let's just start something called Studio 785, and I was like, all right, so that just started off with just me learning, like, the process of how to record, yeah. And, like, how to, like, mix and master, like, without being in, like, a real studio. No, that's like cool. Like, I was on my own. So, Studio 785 was a trial and error. And, like, after a while, we kind of got bored of just doing, like, in-house, like, recording. It was like, yeah. we can do something else. And so, we started to do, like, little um, events over at the house on 17th and Fairlawn. Um, it was like little freestyle nights. Like yeah. people would come over uh, if they wanted to freestyle. We basically, just, a kickback. Yeah, basically pretty much a kickback with just a microphone out. That's cool. Like we didn't even think about like having no big parties. It was like whoever comes can come. Just an open mic night. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And so, over like the first four or five, we started to build up a crowd, and then it started to actually become like legit many concerts wow like having a full lineup yeah having a dj having different artists from like um topeka lawrence and casey come down that's cool to perform and it was like the booby trap but a hundred times better <laughs> <laughs> oh i bet you had better sound oh that's funny uh everyone's performed the booby trap if you're from topeka yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's funny um no man that's cool uh yeah, with um, Studio 75, I mean, that's how I kind of mm-hmm. got attracted to you. And the whole, I mean, at that time period when I was doing my Midwest Invasion thing, I was all about Topeka, pushing that Topeka brand, that name, getting the town recognized. And when you were added the 75 to Studio 75, I was like, that's dope. The name alone had me like, <laughs> y'all got my attention. You got, uh, you're, um, I mean, you guys were a little bit younger than me mm-hmm. doing something. And I was like, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, we was more on the experimental side. And That's like, cool. I'm still on the experimental side. I'm still learning new ways to do things. It's like, it's been a journey, so. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. 
Um, so you mentioned that uh, some Lawrence and maybe some Kansas City artists came uh, and did some stuff at your house shows. Like, uh, I guess what what artists from from that from that side of Kansas? Who who what artists came? Um, well, not during that time, but we had Rick Montgomery, um, X Wilson. Oh, X Wilson. Um, yeah, yeah. Who else? It's been so long. Um, dang, we had so many shows. Um. As I said, Twan was one of them. He's in Lawrence. Um, we had a DJ. One of my friends invited a DJ from KC. I forgot his name. And then we had Ebony. Um, we didn't have Ebony Tusk, but we had uh, Geese for one of our shows. Okay. in the lights. Yeah, yeah. Um, and just a whole bunch of random, like, up-and-coming artists that was just doing freestyle and, and just wanted to no, that's cool, man. That's when that's when you never know who's who's gonna. Yeah, you know, you might see that shy kid in the corner. They got the mic and they're dope. Yeah, you never know. Usually, like we have a lineup, and then the whole lineup would be totally different the day of the show. Like <laughs> people didn't want to do the show, and then we like, all right, let's just scramble around and find yeah. someone that wants to just perform. And it'd be like two or three people would be like, yeah, we can do it, and then yeah. it'd be the dopest night. No, we also had Billy Early. Uh, at one of the house parties. Yeah. It was just, there's a list. I have, I have to talk to, as I said, Tuan. I've been, it's been so long since those house parties. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because yeah, of COVID messed everything up, you know? Yeah, like, it's, like, it's been a whole year now since anyone's done a concert or a show, a real concert or a show, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I miss those days. COVID, stop. End it now. Please. Man, I miss concerts so much. Oh, my gosh. What was the last concert that you probably went to? You yourself went to? Maybe you didn't throw the one. Um, very last concert. Uh, I think it was the Ramirez concert at the Granada. Okay. Yeah, that was the very last concert I went to. Dang. Yeah, that was, and that was in February. Yeah, that was in February. Man, yeah. dang, <sighs> man, I don't know the last concert I went to. Uh, man, I don't remember. I mean, I went to that to um, Marty's little album release party thing. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That might have been the last thing I went to. But was that that was before? That was I think that was in like January because yeah. February was like the last month everyone was doing stuff. Yeah, and March came. Everything Boom, shut down. Everything shut down. Man, I'm telling you, man. If if I knew concerts were gonna be done for a while, I would have spent some money and went to a dope show. Right? Like, oh my gosh. No, I'm so mad about that. Um, no, Marty's show was dope. Um, Dude, I really enjoyed that one. No, that was really fun. And it was cool because he, he had some new new younger up-and-comers come through and open for him and stuff. That was really cool. That was a really cool community. Um, but uh, so is there, besides Tuan, what other artists do you work with here in town? Or outside of town? Outside, well, right now, um, Colin Goslin, 1L. Um Shout out to Colin. Yeah, Colin. Um, Dante McKnight, King D, uh, Montreux. Where is he up to, man? Sorry, it's been. A, I haven't heard. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. Dude, he's he's I around. Mean, he's in Lawrence. Yeah? yeah, he's in Lawrence. He's just staying low key. We've been. They showed me some new music that they've been working on. That's cool. But he's still in the game. Okay. Um, but right now I've been working with Young Machetes for the past. Oh, cool, uh, cool, cool. Year. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. been that's itself has been like a life changing like new chapter in my life. That's cool. And, like learning new things about music. Just yeah. working with young machetes. Yeah, yeah. So Man, I don't even know how to describe their sound. I don't even like they're so they're so different. Um Oh man. Yeah, you really can't put them in a box, which I like. Which is really cool. You can't put them in a box. Cuz yeah, so young young machetes like so they did put some someone puts instruments too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so all of us play instruments. Uh, well, cause it's like a like a rap group slash band. Yeah. At first we were uh was doing like backtracks. Um, Kyle Warner, uh, Matt Commander, he produced the majority of all of those instrumentals. Man, that name, dope producer, also. Dude, really dope. Really dope producer. producer. I haven't met him yet. I want to meet him. You still haven't met. No, I, don't, I don't believe so. And if I did, maybe I didn't know him as that. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna meet that guy. I want to get him on the show Dude, because definitely. I like his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let him know. Yeah. Um, but 
right now we are more going towards the, like the live band aspect. So Cody, uh, Cody plays drums. Uh, Colin plays on guitar. Brian's a vocalist, and I am on the noise sound, uh, soundscape. Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, no, let's collect let's collect different things going on, which just sounds all the sounds together just sounds great. No, it's cool. And uh together hype. Yeah. Hype. Yeah. Hype. We in the process of working on our tape. Like Nice. So You guys got a title yet? Can't tell. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, just got away. I'm gonna try to get that exclusive, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No, that's awesome, man. That's really cool. Um, but you personally, you yourself, are you doing it are you working on anything right now? Um besides that? Right, well, as y'all seen, I dropped two tapes. Actually, I think I dropped three tapes. You did uh, like two months ago, right? Yeah, two months ago, I did an alpha tape. Yeah. And a beta 93 and, a, uh, and some weird mix that I did a while back. Um, but I'm, all, I'm working on my alpha tape, too, and which is going to be like the second part of my instrumental. Okay. And... I've been working, I've been on the process of working on that for the past year. Dang. Yeah, I've been working on stuff. Okay. Yeah. So you got in the vault basically just waiting? Yeah. Just yep. waiting. Yeah, those last two tapes I've been having in the vault for like three years. That's cool. Yeah. Dang, dang. That's awesome, man. So like, when you come out with the project, I mean, do you do you start with the, an idea and it just goes, or you just start making a beat and then like turns into a project? Well, usually how I start my projects I always have these ideas for projects and then I just write them down and then I just set those aside like I still got all these names, concepts yeah. and then it's just the process of me making a whole bunch of instrumentals and then going through picking the best ones that go together yeah see what mixes together if it can tell a story or not um, the sounds like the concepts yeah. I throw all those together and like them with my titles and see if they can work and whichever sounds good to me that's the tape i would go with that's and cool well uh, for the listeners some people don't know when uh the difference between an, uh, a producer album compared to like an artist album where there's no words yeah like there's no words it's just all instrumentals um how how is that totally different because obviously yeah I, uh, you know like how I do you how do you yeah. Well, usually for my albums, um, I do comp. Well, I should call them like compilations or something like yeah. that. Well, I always want to like have instrumentals. It's always up to the listeners. That's my goal is for the listeners to have their own interpretation of the beat or the song that I'm playing. Because to be honest, if you put words on it, it kind of messes up the. Well, in my opinion. It kind of messes up the flow of the song if it doesn't match it. Um, yeah, especially with the feeling. Yeah, the yeah, feeling. yeah, the feeling. The, a certain word might make the feeling. Yeah, just throw different. like throw the whole song away. It's like, oh, yeah. I really like this song until he said this part. Yeah, and it's like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so usually when I just make beats, I just go in as in, like, I want the song to speak for itself. Mm -hmm. Like I might find some nice old tape samples, yeah, and just throw them in in the background, just to like give it that warmth and like message, without having like really hard vocals on it. Yeah, no, that's cool. No, that's cool. Uh, people people don't realize even that's hard. Like yeah. you know, obviously putting words to music, you know, with the wordplay and trying to make it ride the beat. But I mean, just making the music first is just. It's, Oh man, you gotta have a passion for it. You just can't go in with it without no type of love or respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. No, that's awesome. Um, so I don't like talking about a lot of mainstream artists. I don't want to talk about a lot of mainstream artists on the show, but I kind of want to. Um, so I want I want to talk about some some fantasy booking, some fantasy booking. So if you could work with a producer, any producer in the world. To collaborate on, who would you want? Who would you want that to be? Any producer. <sighs> to be honest, I would have to go with either. Hold up. 
<laughs> Are these great? Oh man, yeah. Hold up, <laughs> there's a couple of them. Um, as I said, a little ugly man or DJ Smokey, or to be honest, R.I.P. DJ Screw. I was uh, about to say that, man. Yeah, uh, DJ Screw. <laughs> Cause, uh, dang, ha- have you have you done music like that? It, I I'm I, trying to picture. Sorry, am I in my category in my library? My music in my head from you. I'm trying to figure out if I listen to something where you had a. I had some. Well, I did sample like a DJ screw like uh, drum break in a couple of those songs. Yeah. So if if you figure out which song it is, let me know. <laughs> you <laughs> might you might get a prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Comment below if you know which song that is. Yeah. That's but, great. Um, yeah, DJ Screw is someone that I really wish I could like work with. Cause yeah, he had he had like invented a new sound in the South that you can hear it in everything today. Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. I I, I just watched the like uh, what is that show on Netflix? Evolution of Hip Hop. I think maybe that's what it's called. I've seen it, but I want to watch it so bad. His his part because there's a whole like episode dedicated to Southern music and. There's a section about him, and I was just like, "Wow!" It just go watch that. Yeah, it's, 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 it's you, de- you definitely should. Like, if you're any fan of music or hip hop at all, definitely that that documentary slash show on Netflix is pretty good. Um, no, that's cool though. That, 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 those are some good some good producers. That'd be that'd be crazy. Um, I remember. I, I feel like one of these had me talk to him. <laughs> I'm hoping I can use these because, like, I don't want them like copyright and be like. So let's talk about these, these DJ I drops. Like, um, uh, do you have? What, do you have one specifically that you like to use? Um. Yeah, I have my own. Uh, I just have some weird thing saying DJ Alpha. The Mac computer saying DJ Alpha Beta with a delay on it. <laughs> just <laughs> plain and simple. I'm gonna have to have you, uh, email me that so I can uh, try to put. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. That'd be funny. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about a little bit of the history of some producing from back when you were younger to today. How how do you think producers changed? Because uh, obviously, like before, producers used to have like their own sound. You went to this producer for that specific sound. Now I feel like producers are way well well range of yeah. type of music that that they have to like adapt to now. Yeah. Is that is that Feel like that's true or like what? It's true, but I don't really, I don't give a shit. That's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about. Like I, I, I really yeah. don't like. I love the fact that we had to pay homage and respect to the old school uh, producers that actually had the gear and like was blood, sweat, and tears every night learning how to play. Because nowadays you can just go on Ableton and just put stuff. And however, (laughs) you want it to consolidate it and you're done. And even in that process, that's still something you got to learn. Yeah. But I kind of learned from both ends and try to, like, mix them together. It's like I love using, like, the old school analog. And then I might run all my old school analog into something new school and then tweak the sound. but. Yeah, I mean, there's so many programs nowadays. Yeah. I mean, in 2021, there's so many programs. You can make beats on your phone. Literally, like, I have a full, I think I got a synthesizer called, <laughs> like, Hexagon or something uh, like that. And it's a full, like, it's a full modulator synth. That that's can crazy. Build. And it's it's pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, crazy. Hexen, that's what it's called. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> no, it's crazy that, you know, technology today. I mean, either way. That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, even if, I mean, anyone get, I mean, if you have money, you can get whatever program or any type yeah. of controller, whatever you want to get. But if you still don't have that ear for the music still. Yeah. It's no point of getting all the gear. Like. Yeah. And then, you know, if you don't know how to use all, everything. <laughs> it's no <laughs> point of getting the gear. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like. Oh, That's crazy. No, oh, it's crazy. It, it's been, cause I'm just saying like before, like um, back back in the mixtape era where, where DJs and producers used to be like a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, producing DJs would have their own line of mixtapes with certain artists or just by themselves or, or have collaboration out 
albums, mixtapes. I don't feel like we get that too much nowadays. Like mainstream, even even on the local, the local scene, I feel like there isn't a lot of like collaboration. On yeah, like you might see a feature, but I don't know. Topeka, everyone knows. Like Topeka always had this hard mentality of like I'm an artist and I just gotta do for myself, like everyone else. Now, like when I first got in this, I probably got in the scene around about 2000. 2012, 13, around yeah. that area. Yeah. And like back then, you can actually tell like there's a lot of people that didn't like each other. Yeah. For no reason. For, for no reason. For like, no oh, reason. I don't I don't like how his sound, like how how they mix their sound, they suck and like they throw them all under the bus. It's like, dude, you need to collab with these people because if y'all both collab, y'all might bring a bigger crowd. I need to stop divided and what's crazy is even even outside of even outside of like of that i mean you might be able to learn something from each other yeah that's one thing learning experience you know throwing game to each other about you know like this is what i did this is is my trial and error you know so you don't make the same mistake or you know just just be able to, to to um shed more knowledge about certain things where don't do the same thing I did because it sucks. Yeah. You know, don't waste this money. Don't buy. Don't buy this. Uh, don't go to this studio. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> like you just don't know. There's so many different things. I perform at this venue. You know, uh, they, they they don't have mics. Bring your own mics. Yeah. You know, like, stuff like that. You know, like um, they could only run off CDs. They could only run off USBs or whatever. You know, like even a little small stuff like that. I feel mm-hmm. like just even passing that down to each other just says, it helps yeah, a lot. Because I. Like I said, my friends taught me a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I could have went to a school to do it, but yeah. I was like, you know what? Why, why spend thousands and thousands of dollars? Why well, can just get the knowledge from people that's been doing this years and just yeah. want to just give the knowledge to people that want it? Like, I'd rather yeah. go to those people because they're more passionate. They want to work. They, they want to work, and yeah. they want to teach y'all, like, yeah. teach us like the strings of how they did, how they were successful. And I, I don't know. I feel like maybe some people just take it wrong where they think that they're trying to sun them or something, you know? Yeah. But like, take that free knowledge. Mm-hmm. Take that free knowledge. I mean, being being self-taught, being self-made, you know, this, there's only so much you can do by yourself. Yeah. For sure. So yeah, I remember I remember following you and then a little bit of a, a group called ARC. Was it just called the ARC? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very diverse um, uh, a g- group of guys and girl, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was a, f- uh, a few, right? Yeah. It yeah, was yeah. A few. yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some singers. Oh, man, what's her name? No, no. Tori. Yeah. Tori, but yeah. what's her? Sunflower. Yeah. Her uh, stage name then was Sunflower. Uh, Sunflower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is she still making music today too? Yeah, she's still yeah? making music. She's act. I think she's actually teaching music. Wow. Online to. Um, people that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's really cool no that's uh, that's shout legit. Out Tori. yeah doing great <laughs> <laughs> oh man no she's really good i remember her where did, where did she perform with the guitar at where were we at was it over it was at the the water tower thing i think when i saw her was it the water tower thing i saw her with the guitar i don't remember who i saw with the guitar she performed over at was it at the jayhawk she did it one of my open up, one of my shows where she brought the guitar. I think because I remember she brought her guitar to a couple of my shows. That yeah, I wanted her to do. Mm, which one was it? Ah oh, man, I can't think of it now. It's been so. Long. I know it's been so long. It's been a long time. Um, but no, I was I was blown away. I was impressed because the, the fact that she can sing and play the guitar at the same time, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's legit. No, that's really cool. She's really good. Um, yeah, yeah. And that's what I like about you guys too. It's so diverse too, man. Like it's just. And we just a whole bunch of people that like music. Yeah. We just, and we all like, we all have the same passion and like determination to push for it, but we all have our own ways of doing it. Yeah. And somehow, like, how we all have our own ways, it connects. Yeah. You still like, don't bump heads a lot. Yeah. We don't bump heads. Well, we do. You do, but. <laughs> we do, but it's not like as. It's not as bad as like okay we're gonna end it 
Yeah. Like, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's over. I don't like your music. It's not like yeah. that. Yeah. Like, no, that's cool, though. We agree to disagree. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's good. Uh, is there any uh, current stuff you're listening to right now? Current that, stuff? Yeah, like... Um, I really haven't... I really haven't been listening to any new music. I've just been... I was, I've been watching a lot of cartoons. <laughs> No, that's co- yeah. Dude, it's COVID, man. Yeah, it's, it's like, COVID. I mean, like, I think it's crazy how some people can still find inspiration and make make things, be creative dude, during COVID. Dude, yeah, I literally created a. Uh, this sucks, but I made a like an in house venue right before. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is crazy. I gotta get, I gotta post the picture up. Like it'll be right here. I gotta post the picture up. Oh man, <laughs> oh, man. don't let them know what that's about. Oh my. So, um. Last year, well, probably, as I said, me and Young Machetes, we've been doing, like, practicing over at our house. And I don't know what, one day I was like, you know what? We can actually kind of turn this into a venue. So, um. We well, first of all, let's people know what the venue's called. Oh, the yeah, venue yeah. is called La Casa Blanca 785 Underground. DIY music. Very underground. You can't know the address. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Very private. Private. Yeah. Private. But if you've seen it, you've seen it. Yeah. If you was there, you know the story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just, it was just like, I have the space. I got tired of, no shame to the other venues. I'm just tired. I just got tired of like how stuff was run. I didn't like if, as I said on, to other people, I'd rather have me, myself, fuck up my own show than have anyone else fuck up my show. That makes sense. Yeah. That's so totally. I yeah. just got tired of it. I'm like, you know what? I got the space in my house. And I had my stage pieces from the block party just sitting outside. Man, we got to talk about that, too. I didn't yeah, think about block- Keep going. Keep going. But, um, yeah, I had my stages just in the back, and they were just collecting, like, snow Again, weather warped and everything. I was like, you know what? Let me just bring these inside. And surprisingly, they fit in this little corner in my living room. Well, not little corner. (laughs) (laughs) It took up your whole living room. (laughs) Well, surprisingly, well, that little catty corner. And I was like, holy shit. This is like a state. Like, I can put a venue in here. And so, over time, I was like, you know what? Let me figure out how to actually, like, build a real stage and, like, process of making it look like legit so as a little kid like i used to like build stages in my uh, grandma's house because i had a room there put it like fake curtains in the closet stuff like that so i started off i literally started off with like the regular like blinds like yeah. regular uh, curtains from walmart so i had the menu like <laughs> Pull them clothes, and then I'm like, yeah, this is ghetto. Let me yeah, actually yeah. see how much a legit, like, theater curtain um, system was. Yeah, they was asking, like, $2,000. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let me, see hell no. I, let me see if I can find something cheaper. And, like, I went on Amazon, and luckily i got the measurements and i found one of those old school pulley uh pulley rods i was yeah. like you know what i can do that yeah, yeah. ordered some custom-made curtains and then i have like a legit stage added some lights have my own sound system and it's history from there i yeah, know it looks good from from i mean from I don't think I've been there since you've, the way you have it set up now. Yeah. But from from watching it on Facebook and stuff, you can see like that looks legit. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, it, a lot of people good. don't believe that's in the house. So like, yeah, it's it's in the house. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. No, that's great, man. That's awesome. You also host a podcast there. That's oh yeah. yeah. Shout out to Raw District. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Raw District. Drew. Everyone's <laughs> Drew. Uh, 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 you like um, the lunch lady. <laughs> <laughs> Chris from White uh, yeah, so how did that come about? Um, well, uh, they had hit me up because they needed a new space. I was like, yeah, um, if y'all need a spot, like, I got, it's more open arms here. You you got more freedom yeah. to do how to express yourself, and y'all, if y'all know what I mean. So, um, 
if you watch the show, you know. Yeah, you see, you see why. Yeah. Um, and so there was like bet, and then we just linked up because I was my goal was because at first I was working with uh, Raza Talk. Okay. Yeah, at, yeah. 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 Over at the house. Yeah. And I was like, to be honest, since COVID is here, I can't actually do any like live of live events yeah. here. I can just have people that want to do their podcast here because it's a small crowd. It's no one here. We can social distance and like yeah. hour long, knock it out there. And so right now my spot is for like people that want to host their podcast. And then we've been working together for like, I think Raw District's been there for at least. Yeah, they got episodes, man. They're pumping out episodes. Like all of the second seasons, like, Dang, how long have we been there? It's been like three or four months. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. No, that's yeah. cool. Um, no, no, shout out to them over there. I'm, I'm gonna try to get Drew on here. He needs to come on, on here. I want him to talk about his podcast. But that's cool that you guys linked up. Yeah, I feel like that's a cool fit. I'm glad. I'm glad that actually happened. I mean, they're all creative. Um, you know, they're all creative. They have some good. They have some good heads on their shoulders for sure. Trying to do some stuff. So that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. And that's cool. And I'm glad they went to you, man. I'm glad they went to you. That's 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 Dude, good. That's all. That's like, I'm just a person that just want to see people, like, I always, I don't know what my friend told me, but I'm the person that always gives the people their first step, like, pushing forward. Yeah. Because I know for, like, as I said earlier, for my block parties, a lot of my friends got their start from, like, doing shows with me, because um, my friend Kemper, that lives, yeah. in, lives in Lawrence, he never performed until my Dang, black party. That's crazy. And like, <laughs> Young Machete's never performed live until my black party. Cody, come get on camera real quick. Come on, get on camera real quick. <laughs> yeah. He's the creator of Young Machete's. All, like, all respects to this dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's going to, he's, I'm going to get him on the podcast soon. We'll, we'll, I'll definitely inter yeah. interview him on the podcast soon. I'm the goofy one. He's the intellectual the real one <laughs> <laughs> that's cool that's the awesome the you <laughs> <laughs> said mom friend that's funny that's hilarious no that's cool um but no we gotta talk about these wall bash block parties oh man i miss those parties oh man miss outside yeah miss people you know Dude, is he here huh is he here oh no this is oh, okay else. No, you're good but uh yeah so Let's talk about this block party. First of all, why is it called the Wallbash Block Party? So, me and my friend, Ray Winter, um, we was working on music, and, like, his girlfriend is best friends um, with my friend David. Um, uh, yeah, I'm spacing out. But, um, so, we was talking about, he was interested in, like, doing a show, talking about, yeah, we can actually have a party here on the block. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then the first year, we was like, yeah, let's actually throw, a, like, a block party, see how that goes out. Didn't know what we was doing. <laughs> just literally just everything we did was, like, last minute. Of course. Yeah, like, okay, yeah. we got the permits, so what do we do now? We need to find something to Get stage. We need to find some type of lights. And luckily, uh, one of our friends' dad is in the band, and he let us borrow their equipment for the oh, first year. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, for the first year. And we had, like, 250 people. That's the, that's numbers for the first time. That's <laughs> for numbers. The first, for the for first, first block party. Yeah, for the first block party. Really dark outside. <laughs> really crappy system. But people really enjoyed, like, seeing something like that because yeah. I haven't – no one hasn't really thrown a block party like – like uh, No, what? no, not at all. Yeah. It, it, it was crazy. Obviously, if we're here from, like, our parents and stuff, they would be block parties all the time. Yeah. I remember talking about But then I don't know what happened as people got older. I guess people – as technology came, everyone's on their cell phones. Yeah, you know, they'd like, rather go do other things compared to being outside. Yeah, it's like – yeah, I got my start from like doing house parties, but yeah. after a while, like you get you get older, it's like okay, I can't be throwing like. <laughs> I mean, you got a mess. No one wants to mess the guy clean up. Like, all that, I'm like, man, let's uh, yeah. do this outside. Yeah. So, you, how many block parties have you done total now? Uh, we did five. Yeah, five block. Oh, parties. That's crazy. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every year it was annual. And we would have done one. I would have done my last one during COVID, but yeah. COVID hit. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's cool. Uh, I mean, man, I've been to a couple of them. And uh, the the organization of the of the last one I went to, I believe, they, I didn't get to go to one. I had a film. I think Tobias went. He filmed, took some photos for me. Mm-hmm. I think, but uh, the one I went to, I mean, you had food. You, what did you have? You had you had a, a food truck there, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, we had a food truck. Yeah, we, had, I was we like, dang. usually have food every year. Yeah, and last year we had uh, Tex Mex, or uh, I need a. Find out his name. Yeah. I'll send you the picture. Of okay. Name. That's cool. But um, we had a taco truck one year, and yeah. like the year before, we had another taco truck. Yeah. And so, yeah, so you did this in Oakland, obviously on Wabash. Mm-hmm. That's, where, that's where the name came yeah, from, Wabash, Wabash yeah. Black Party. Uh, so and so you did it there because your friend lived on Wabash, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, Oakland is like, during like, I don't know, there's something about Oakland that when I grew up there, you can just feel that home. Like, it feels like home there. Like it's, every- Oh, man. It's, that's Because I grew up in Oakland. I've been there since I was, like, five years old. I have friends. I grew up over in Holland Park. Yeah. And I grew up in... Eastside, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so funny that you say that, though, because, like, a lot of people are scared of Oakland. But it's I mean, crazy to me, though. Like, I remember I was, like, 14, like... 14 just walking down to Oakland, nothing like nothing ever happened. Yeah, it's just yeah. so common. You just see people outside having parties. Yeah. And the dogs running around, kids playing football. Like, yeah. It felt like a real, it was a real neighborhood. It was yeah. very. Everyone knew each other. Yeah, they, everyone knew. They would say hi to you and not, not be weird, you know? Um, that was really cool. I mean, I went, like I said, I lived there for a while. I mean, I was able from sixth grade, sixth, seventh, eighth grade, I was able to walk home from school. To home, a couple blocks. My parents were felt safe because they didn't care. They knew nothing would happen. Um, and, I'm, and I'm glad you did it in Oakland. And you also did it around the Fiesta time, yeah. which is smart and was a good idea. Yeah. Because um, what made you guys decide to do that? Um, well, as I said, that's the only time people like. I love the Fiesta, but it gets tiring every year. Yeah. Like, and I wanted to like have. Um, like, um, I don't want to say I, I wanted to steal people from the fiesta. Yeah. But it was a good time because that's what I pick it back off of it. Yeah. yeah you like people, off it. If people are like getting paid to have their yards used as um, parking, so why can't I have a little mini show down a couple of blocks? Yeah. So, no, I thought it was very smart, man. Very yeah, creative. Like, yeah. Like, I can't remember if I press record on the camera or not. <laughs> is the red light on? Okay. <laughs> I was freaking out. But, and that's what sucks about doing it by yourself. Like, oh my gosh. But um, no, no. I, I think it was very smart that, that you did it like during the fiesta time. I mean, because for one, where's the after party at? Yeah. You know? Definitely. There so, were so many after parties. And like, oh, yeah. shoot, there's a show? Yeah. There's something to do outside of this? Mm-hmm. Like, that's cool. I mean... In July, yeah, it was hot it, as shit, but it's fun. It's summertime. And then we used to do, we did one of the block parties in August, like right before school started. It was like a perfect event for like kids. Yeah, no, that's and awesome. Like yeah, of, and it was all ages, right? Yeah, it was yeah, all, all ages. Like, usually my block parties are always all ages. Yeah. So no, that's it's a awesome. family fun affair. Yeah, did you have face painting or something there too? I can't remember. Yeah, I have face painting. Right yeah, that's there. awesome, man. Yep. That's beautiful. Just, no, that's Someone cool. selling jewelry, as I said, food. So yeah, you have some vendors. Yeah, you have some some people, some booths and stuff. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. No, it that's is, really cool. I can't wait till COVID is over. I want to do something over at like the Energy Plaza. Oh my god! Oh, the Energy Plaza. Yes, Energy. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're good. Um, yes, that oh, man. That's a good thing for Topeka. I'm glad yeah, it's happening. That and the Jayhawk Theater. Oh, my oh yeah. God. I miss oh, man. I miss Jayhawk I Theater. I miss the Jayhawk Theater. Like all the shows. I gotta say thank you, Jayhawk Theater, for dealing with my BS, for helping me host my shows there. I love you guys so much. <laughs> that is like the best, in my opinion. The Jayhawk Theater is like the best venue. Like, for one, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It yeah. has his. It has history and like. Yeah. And the people that work there, they they're so kind and loving. Like, oh yeah, the open arms, man. Yeah, open arms. Like, they're great. I really love that. Yeah, yeah, I really want to see that place grow. No, definitely. No, that that place could be like our Granada. 
Yeah. You know, that's something that we that we're definitely needing in Topeka for sure, a venue like that. Um, speaking of that, yeah, I forgot you also DJed at the EDM show that we threw. Yeah. I, I don't did. even know how that even got. I know Blake had an idea. You probably had that idea. Like, yeah, how we did, always talked about the idea of doing an EDM show. Yeah, and it was really fun. Everyone that missed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Blake, DJ Uni. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, where is Blake? I haven't seen him. Bro, before. he's low key. He's chilling. But yeah, so the EDM party that we do at the Jack Theater, I thought that was an awesome idea. Yeah, that was really, that was, it was fun. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed myself, but I wasn't prepared for, like, when I got there, I wasn't really prepared for that show because I never actually DJed on, like, a professional. Stage type, uh, yeah, stage like, type. It was always like I bring my own controller, or yeah. like it's some little controller hooked up to a laptop. But I was like using record box. I was like, oh, <laughs> none of my stuff was like ready. I didn't send it to record box or anything. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> but oh, either man. way, I made it through, and like I enjoyed that night. It was so dope. No, uh, Blake and I forgot who else helped him from the Jack Theater. The way they decorated, dude. The way we had the projector. The, gra- the graphics was crazy. I never. I want to do something like that. In Bro, my that life. was a tight laser <laughs> fog machine show. Dude, like, do you have? Do you? I got footage. I'm gonna put it on here. Yeah, please, I got footage on I here. I need to see that footage. I still haven't seen footage from. Like I have my footage on the phone, but it's like really cloudy and yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I got footage. It's somewhere on the the. The cult page somewhere, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it man, that, a lot of people are like, did not believe I was in Topeka. Yeah, no, you couldn't tell. You really couldn't. No, you wouldn't even know. That was so cool. That's one venue that's almost. If, you, if more people knew about it, and 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 if younger people were to see it, the thing was that night mm, there was a big EDM show yeah, somewhere. It was a big EDM show in KC because I hit up, yeah. I hit up like my friends from Ziggy Gang. Yeah. And they are really big into the EDM scene. Yeah. It's like, dang, we would have went, but there's a, another concert. And I was, I'm not going to lie, I was salty. I'm like, man, this is like <laughs> legit. Yeah. We will see this artist later on. I don't know. If, you, all these EDM shows make the loops like every four months. Like, yeah, you it's know? like, dang, this is something in Topeka. Of, yeah. Like, individual artists is that are really good DJs. Yeah. Like, we always complain about how we don't have nothing here. And then... Something like that happens, and like no one doesn't show. Like, yeah, but the people that did show, there were still people. Yeah, it was I mean, still, it wasn't it wasn't like as big as we it could have been, but there were still yeah, people, like, which I was shocked. Yeah, Probably was, people who didn't get tickets or didn't go to the show. No, it was, it was like, cool. It was like twenty or thirty people here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And the, I forgot we had people like doing uh, hula hoops, yeah. those light up hula hoops and stuff, doing some stuff on the stage. That was really cool. No, yeah. that was fun, man. That that was cool, and that's one thing I feel like. What's so cool about you and people who you sur- you surround yourself with? Don't give a fuck and let's go experiment and let's just see what yeah. wh- what can make happen, and it's beautiful every time. It's like we gotta go with an artistic view to it. Like you don't want to do the same thing over and over. Like you gotta yeah. have something like true to you, but like something different that people yeah, haven't totally. seen. Yeah, yeah. What, what's the best word of advice you would give either an artist or upcoming producer, DJ? Who's just starting out now, you know, trying to get into it? Um, don't let the mainstream overtake you. Do it with love and passion. Like, you got to have, if you don't have no love and passion in it, you are not going to go nowhere with it. Yeah. Because, like, there's people that want to do it for the money, but then they get frustrated and then just give up. Like, yeah. just... You got to have the love and passion for it. Keep going. If you're weird, be different. Like, always bring something new to the table. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what's up. No, for sure. I mean, it's just like, the only thing I, c- I can say about people is that just don't be shy. Yeah, definitely don't be shy. Yeah, I, I'm i a shy person. I had to learn how to, I had to learn, like, especially doing shows. Like, yeah. I had to get up on the mic and like, man, I don't talking <laughs> yeah. but i'm the one that put these damn events together like yeah they need to know who this person is <laughs> yeah because yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you also had to like MC the night the night the event too mm-hmm. yeah yeah no that's awesome man i'd be bugging my friends like yo can y'all MC? nah family <laughs> it's your show yeah 
Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's cool. Um, so future stuff going on, man. So for the future, what's what's up with you? The future, um, hopefully COVID can lighten up and so I can get artists to my venue, like so we can actually start doing shows again. Or even then, I'm still trying to find artists to come through just to record, just yeah. just cause do a little single session with them so I can learn more about doing this stuff. Oh, that's cool. In the future, like, hopefully, this is, like, one of my long-term goals. I know I ain't going to get it probably till 45, 50. But I do want to have, like, a legit music venue, like an art studio here in Topeka. That's cool. That's what we need. Yeah, like a legit place to perform, someone to come to paint, just all DIY spot area just for everything of art like there's no limitations um yeah uh we're, we're gonna we're gonna cut this a little cut this up down pretty soon um about to get on out of here but before we go shout out anything you want to shout out talk about whatever you want to talk about um just 2020 just preparing us for 2021 so stay strong stay safe um stay true to your roots and don't give up that's all i gotta say shouts out to raw district young machetes twan the arc um people that helped me uh casablanca ellie jay flower the list goes on all love to y'all. I hope y'all safe. Well, uh, where can people find you at, sir? Let them know if they want to collaborate work oh, with you. Definitely. If you want to add me on Facebook, just know I am wild. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just thanks. Preston Walker. Better yet, just hit me on Instagram, DJ Alpha Beta seven eight five. Snapchat, DJ Alpha Beta. Um, I need to start using Twitter more. Every, just type in DJ Alpha Beta 78. Go go him. Go go yeah, him. Just Google just me. Just go go him. <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll definitely find me. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I appreciate you being on the show. Very first episode, historic episode today. Thank you very yes. much. Stay tuned. And we're out of here. <laughs> Peace.